We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hey everyone, I'm Mike. And she's Sophie. And she's Brenda. Hi everyone. And he's Grogu. How you doing, buddy? You rock. And we're yes. on the road with Mickey. This is episode 139 for September 19th, 2022. And right off the bat, we want to say that we are dedicating this episode to our dear friend, Ginger. And our feature topic this week is a trip down memory lane, your all-time favorite Disney trip. So, I think that's going to be hard, and I'm going <laughs> to hop out right now and say that I didn't pick just one. I've got, like, a list of three. And I'm also going to say that um, that I think it will be a memorable show. I think it will be worth hearing about. And I want all of you guys out there, tell us what your all-time favorite Disney trip is as well. Yeah. You yeah. Know, we want to hear this, and we want to celebrate that trip with you. In some form or fashion, whether it's just, you know, talking about it on our show next week or whatever. So start putting your thinking caps on, too. But first, we're going to do some cheddar from the big cheese. And since D23 just recently happened, all of our cheddar is reports from D23. Cool. So, Sophie, you start us off. All right, well, starting off, the completion of World Celebration Neighborhood. That's one of the new neighborhoods in Epcot that they're kind of remodeling the park around. It will happen in late 2023. It will be completed then. Additionally, the Journey of Water, inspired by Moana, will open in late 2023. Lastly, the fan favorite character Figment will also appear live to park guests by the end of 2023. There is a lot happening in Epcot in 2023. There's a lot happening everywhere in 2023. Goodness gracious. There sure is. Yeah. Well, we're going to skip on over to the Magic Kingdom and talk about that one next, though. Tron, the light cycle run, will open in spring 2023, not 2022, as reported earlier. Even though we know it's ready to open in 2022, they're going to wait and open it in 2023. Happily Ever After will be back to light up the skies over Cinderella Castle in 2023. Woo! And at the Haunted <laughs> Mansion, the Hatbox Ghost will materialize in 2023. Wow! Yeah. I've yeah, not yeah. seen the Hatbox Ghost in Disney World ever. He's only ever been in Disneyland. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. Wow. And then coming to Disney Cruise Lines, the Disney Treasure is the sixth ship in the in the fleet. And it's going to sail in 2024. But one thing I did not like is that it sounds like they are going to discontinue Harmonious and it will not live much longer beyond the end of the 50th anniversary celebration. And that what? I just do not like. I don't know when it's going to be changed, but the saying sometime in 2023. Why? And, um, the rumor I'm hearing, and it's all conjecture, everything I'm hearing is that people don't like the Behemoths and World Showcase Lagoon. And I don't mind them at all. I think I, I didn't mind them at all either. And me neither. <sighs> People think too much. Yeah. I mean, really? And so so that's the word on that. And um I don't know what's gonna be beautiful coming, celebration. But I don't know. All right. I don't know. I just I'm not happy with it. So moving nope. on. Moving Cheer on. me up. Let's go to the feature topic. Let's go to the feature topic. And we're going to take a trip down memory lane. And it's your all-time favorite Disney trip. And Brenda, 
you or Sophie are going to start us off, and you guys can fight over who it is. Sophie, mm-hmm. do you want to go first? I went first last week, I thought. You don't have to. I'm just asking. Let's do you first this time. Okay. Well, my... Brenda, Brenda we <laughs> yes. do you. We're doing okay. you. <laughs> my trip uh, started off as one trip, and as I was going through the memories from that trip, I realized after a while that uh, the back end of that trip was not going to be one of my best memories. Oh. Hmm. So I'm going to do the first part of that trip to start us off, and then I'm going to finish up with a different one. <laughs> there you go. That's okay. That <laughs> you works. You know what? This is, there, there is no wrong answer at Disney. Yep. Yep. Ever. What can you do? So. Well, this, this trip was Thanksgiving 2012. 2012, 2012, Thanksgiving 2012. Hello. <laughs> if you got that clap, y'all. Um. <laughs> 2012. <laughs> this was Aaliyah's first ever visit, and Aaliyah was born in October 2011. So she was just over a year old. It was her first visit, and it was the, it was of course, full of promise and hope that. Okay, so I had been traveling with my family all these years, and then now we had all of my family plus our first grandchild. And so from then on, of course, it would be all of my family and every grandchild. Yeah, that was a hopeful trip because that's not the way it is when you have grown kids and they have lives of their own and jobs of their own and limited vacation time, etc. So, but at least this trip was awesome i had all my kids i had mm-hmm. Aaliyah, and um we went to osborne which is why my background is Osborne. yep yep nice. it was it's just there are so many memories wrapped up in the osborne family's festival dancing lights i mean we went thanksgiving every year so it was it was just so much a part of what we looked forward to and what we enjoyed while we were there but we had awesome um dining reservations and i'm gonna tell you what we had because like i miss a lot of these we had tusker house for breakfast we always do the the cusp of breakfast lunch so we get both meals ohana for dinner 1900 park fair for breakfast the uh, character breakfast uh whispering canyon cafe via napoli chef mickey's and we had Shoes for the late breakfast and at Akershus this year we dressed a little Aaliyah up in her little snow white dress and each of us had a navy blue t-shirt with one of the dwarfs on the front and the name of the dwarf on the back and so in all of our pictures for Epcot day when we went to Akershus and everywhere else around Epcot we had all the seven dwarfs and Snow White in the middle and it was it was the cute Aww. it was the cutest memory because we had like pictures. we always took it of the front wherever we were and then we all turned around and took it of the back as well nice. so they're just the cutest pictures I just love it it's a great memory Oh, oh yeah. my gosh, that's adorable. And I, I am so much you fun. That those are some some bang up dining reservations. I know. <laughs> when we had traveling? so much I, I, I wonder. I wonder. I think they might have now. a guess. It was You're just like so it was triple A. <laughs> yeah. No way. But it was such a great time. I mean, I loved having all my kids and it was just like, it was so hopeful for the future, but I will remind everyone out there that COVID is not the biggest thing that ever happened to Disney. I mean, many illnesses were way around Disney before COVID ever came around. And on this particular trip, my, my youngest son's wife, Casey, one day started feeling just off and she ended up not feeling good and then the next day Kristen had it and the next day the other Casey had it and it passed through the family and literally that flu caused me to literally have to ride in the back of the well of the minivan on the way home 16 hours in a car I was so sick 
so that is why <laughs> it's like I was reliving all these great memories. And I'm like, oh my God, that's the year we all got sick. And so then I flipped that. Flip the script. <laughs> but the oh. first part of it was so much fun. It was just so wonderful. It was magnificent. But the second half then mm -hmm. is uh, our Thanksgiving trip in 2017. And that was, uh, we had Aaliyah and McKinley with us then because McKinley was born in January of 2014. So we had both the kids with us then. We did, uh, we didn't have Kristen though, because see, we're always missing a kid at least now. And mm -hmm. that's the way it ends up. And it's a bummer. But this particular trip, uh, the second the second one, November 2017, Josh, my youngest, and Casey had just gotten married in October, on October 7th, and they went on a little bitty kind of honeymoon, but then this was like their honeymoon trip, so they wore the bride and groom nice. hats, and so it's like the way we have to do the trips now is like Butch and I go in usually first because we like to stay longer because we can, and then like part of the group will come in maybe a couple days later and then some can so we all overlap at part of the time but not all the time that's how right. we have to do it so that's what we do yeah but this particular time they they came in and they had their little groom and bride hats on we did mickey's very merry christmas party and we had a lot of dining i'm going to tell you we had hollywood and vine um with you know mi mi with minnie and mickey and everybody trattoria alforno where they had the Princes and the Princesses when they had that. Cinderella's Royal Table, Akershus Royal Banquet Hall, Sci-Fi, Via Napoli. And we did, I think I said we did Mickey's Very Rare Christmas Party and we had all the matching, we all had the matching, you know, Christmas shirts. So we always have had some kind of matching shirts on, on all of our trips, but that was a really, really fun trip too, because we got to celebrate a lot and we stayed at the Animal Kingdom. We stayed at, um, Kadani Village in a two bedroom. And it was just it was just so much fun. It was just relaxing and fun. It doesn't seem like we ever were like stressed about time and all that, you know. Mm -hmm. I wanna think they still had paper fast passes back then and everything. So it would have been much better for me. I I would have loved that a lot more than even the booking the fast passes online and all that like it used to be. So wow. that's it. Yeah. So a combo awesome. of 2012 and 2017. So 2012, I, do you remember where you were then? Where you stayed then? We were at the Wilderness Lodge. We Wilderness had two rooms Lodge. at the Wilderness Lodge. Yep. Yep, we were at the Wilderness Lodge. And we love the Wilderness Lodge. We love, yeah, we love Animal Kingdom Lodge too. But they were great trips. Just parts, well, part of the first one and then all of the second one. Right. We did miss Kristen on the second one. That was that's the only thing. And then we always are missing somebody now. So darn it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. I always that. tell people while your kids are young, I mean, take, take advantage of it because I'm telling you, it's gone like that. Hmm. And then you just have to, you know, do the best you can. But it's hard to even miss one, you know, where you're missing one. But when sometimes you're missing three or four. You know? Yeah. 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 So take that's advantage while your kids are young people. Yeah. I that's love hearing great. about past trips. I think this is I think this is a fun fun thing. So mm -hmm. so many memories. Thank you, Brenda. You're welcome. So many Disney memories, huh? Yeah. A ton of them. And yep. then some. So I guess it's yeah. my turn now. Yeah. It's your turn now, Sophie. <laughs> well, thing of it is, is that a lot of the trips that I went on were ones, well, not all, not a lot of them, well, most of them. So yes, a lot of them were ones that I went with my parents. So yeah. I suppose I'm not going to bother picking one that based on whether or not my dad might pick the same one. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. There's something about waiting for Disney to reopen that makes finally oh. going to Disney that much more satisfying. For sure. <laughs> so I'm talking about the July trip of 2020. 2020 was an awful year. Yeah. Completely horrible. But... When it comes to Disney, 2020 was one of the best years ever. 
Yes. At least past July. The second half of 2020 was the best year ever. Yeah. I remember how it went. We had been planning this since 2019, sometime in 2019. Mm -hmm. And we were going to go that March 2020. March 2020. Well, we were at my Aunt Carol's house. We were visiting her like we do every month. And then all of a sudden, we were sitting there having dinner and talking and enjoying ourselves. And we were talking about Disney, too. She was like, so you guys are going to leave the puppy with me. And then you guys are going to go to Disney. And we were like, that's right. Because we had dropped off River at her house with the intention that he would be staying with her. Well... My mom checks her phone and we learned that Disney has closed as of that Thursday and we were set to check Three in days. Yeah, we were set to check in on Sunday, the Sunday after it closed. And I was just like, that's a joke, right, mommy? And she's like, yeah, early April Fools, maybe, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Please, please. like, I'm sorry, but it says so right here. I went and fact checked this too. I was like, I don't believe you. I'm going to go see for myself. And she yeah. was right. She was right. Well, mommy's always right, isn't she, Sophie? She is always right. Yeah. Someday I'll be on her level. Point is, we drove back home, I think. From Aunt Carol's, not yes. from Disney. <laughs> yeah, from Aunt Carol's, which thankfully was only like a 30-minute drive, not a six-hour drive. Um, and you want me to we... fill in a few blanks on what I did? Yes. Okay. So, when that happened, of course, I was the travel agent. I had the room reservation, so I logged in. And or I called, I think I had to call. And yeah. I'm like, we want to extend our dates. And so um we extended to May. We figure I figured, you know what, let's throw May out there because it's never you know, been closed longer it's than not a day. Gonna be closed that long. <laughs> Disney's not gonna be closed that long. You yeah. Know? Like, let's put May. And it was gonna be a time where uh, I picked the dates specifically because that was when Steph and Shane and their and and Lindsay were going to be able to go as well. So, so that's why I picked May. And May came and May went, and there was no reopening. So I'm like, let me get, let me just pick another set of dates, and I want to pick July. And I picked July 12th, I think it was. And Sophie, you take over from there. Yeah. Basically, we kept on extending the dates, as Daddy said. And then when we finally heard that Disney was reopening, I was like, "Are they're going to be open when we're going in July, right? <laughs> and my mom was like, yes, they will have opened a couple days before we get there. Because yeah. I was like... I don't want to get there only to find out that the parks aren't open yet. So let's just make sure. Well, at that point, they were open and we had to decide which parks we were going to go to first. We knew that the Magic Kingdom was going to be flooded with people on opening day, or at least I thought it was going to be flooded. But when we got there, there was nobody. There was nobody, and that is the best way to experience Disney is when you have it basically all to yourself. I know. It, it's never going to be like that again, let me just I say know. that. It's never going to be like that again until until another pandemic hits in about an, 100 years never. or so. Never. I hope never. I don't know. I think a lot of people didn't jump on it real quick because a lot of stuff wasn't opened yet. They were waiting a little bit. Yeah. But a lot of other people didn't because you can't, like, people can't just take vacation right, you know what I mean? Like, right away. They have to yeah. put in for it. And... Yeah. But it was yeah. great. We didn't have any dining reservations. No. We, we didn't have fast passes at the time either, I don't think. Nope. You sure didn't need them. We, we didn't, didn't need them. them and we didn't need them, and they didn't have them. <laughs> 
everything yeah. was standby line. Yeah, for and like three minutes. <laughs> it, but you know what, though? We walked right onto Space Mountain. Oh, yeah. We walked onto everything. But what was really cool about it, and I'm sorry for stealing some of Sophie's thunder. Oh, no, you're was, fine. What was really cool about it was they set up everything for COVID spacing. Right. And that meant we weren't packed in like sardines. Right. You know, and it was nice. It, it, <laughs> it is nice, nice to not be packed in. <laughs> yes. I have people oh. like cry right over your shoulder. And yes, I mean, it was nice. It was the benefit of COVID was that. That was the only it benefit. It was very, very nice. Social distancing is something you don't realize that you love it so much until you're in a theme park and it's supposed to be crowded as all get out, but it's not. It was wonderful. Yeah. It was they had made wonderful. excellent provisions for getting guests back into the park. I mean, they to me, they did a fantastic job. Yeah. They did. My only thing about going during that time was, again, it was July. <laughs> it was July. Yeah. There was one point where we were walking in the park. We had just gotten there, mind you. We had literally just walked through Main Street. We were going, I think, to see about getting a spot at the Columbia Harbor House. We didn't realize the Columbia Harbor House wasn't open. And then no. when we got there, no. poor mommy, she almost overheated at that point. Oh, no. It was really, really hot. That and was we... that was the only, the biggest downside to that <laughs> was it was really hot and you had to wear a mask the whole time. And yeah. we hadn't Outside, been in the park. Inside, it didn't matter. We hadn't yeah. even been in the park, like, I want to say, 20 minutes at that point yeah those masks and the heat can really take a lot out of you mm -hmm. but not enough to where it's not your favorite trip oh yeah no i loved it <laughs> i loved it i got my i got my disney masks there for some of you who don't know what i'm talking about when i'm not when i'm in a situation like when i'm out in public back when there was a mask mandate i would be wearing those masks those cloth masks. I had one with with Grogu on it. I had one with a Stitch face on it. I had one with all the Star Wars symbols on it. It was great. I love those things. <laughs> yep. They're awesome. And they've lasted me. It's 2022 now. They've lasted me two years. Mm -hmm. Hopefully so. you won't have to wear them again. Yeah, yeah, but if I do, then hey. She's got yep, them. You'll have them. And we've got ours. And ours still last. Yeah. Yep. Um, So... That was a great trip. You are absolutely yeah. right. And I think the part that I appreciated the most was we weren't rushing to do everything. Like, yes, we were kind of hustling it a little bit, but we could enjoy just being there. Yeah. Sometimes, a lot of times, what happens is I will burn myself out on a Disney trip because I want to experience so much and there's not enough time in a day to do it all. But when you're there and you are just glad to be back, you get this really huge sense of satisfaction. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's happiness. Why I, <laughs> and that's why I want to move to Florida and go to Disney regularly because that way I don't feel like, okay, I have this. I don't know when I'm going to be back. Yeah. Got to get everything done. You're right, Sophie. That is a very good reason why living in Florida makes sense. And, um, and and the other side of it is because they were just reopening some obviously a lot of the amenities weren't there some of the dining reservations you couldn't do but we did um we were able to eat at some that we had hadn't eaten there in a long time we ate at um we ate at at Pecos. Tony's yeah we ate at Tony's Town Square yeah. On a, a walk-in dining reservation. We made it that morning and we ate there that evening at dinner. And um and so that was really neat. And we hadn't been there in fifteen years probably, but it was good. I mean, I know people say that it's like Olive Garden, but it was good. It was <laughs> very good. Also, Daddy, I've learned something. I didn't learn this on 
the July trip that I'm talking about, but I learned something recently. There was a TikTok video that Jagan sent me, uh -huh. and it was this lady who was explaining a few Easter eggs, if you will, that you can find in the Disney parks. Uh -huh. And she was talking about Tony's. Apparently, it's where the stroller parking is, so you can't always see it because there's a bunch of foot traffic and strollers there. But when the park is closing and that area of Main Street is cleared, it's right outside of Tony's restaurant, you'll find a heart with two paw prints in the middle, and that's supposed to be oh, the wet cement cute. where Lady and the Tramp wrote their the initials in the prints. cement. Cute. So cute. We got to go look for that. We do. Absolutely, cute. we do. Yeah. That is cute, you know, and and that's neat. You know, those are the little touches that Disney does, you know. Yeah. Um, But also for this trip for Sophie, cavalcades. Yes. Yeah. And I remember on that trip, I I I did a ton of <laughs> of Facebook Live. You know, I did a ton of Facebook Live stuff, and because I knew we were there, and the majority of everyone else wasn't going to be able to be there at that time. So yeah. I remember when we came out of Tony's, the music playing was the music from Up, and I was like, oh. Dude, I just got to sit here in a rocking chair, mm -hmm. listen to my up music. I started a Facebook Live and I said, I'm not going to say a word. Enjoy the music. And that was it. <laughs> you yeah. also took us with you on through the Carousel of Progress. All the way through the Carousel of Progress, yeah. we got to watch it with you. Yeah. Because we were really missing it. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It was awesome. It was awesome being able to do all that. And yeah. the cavalcades and seeing Tinkerbell in a treasure chest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, there's that was, just, I love those cavalcades. Just, I thought they were great. Yeah, I did oh, too. Oh yeah. There was one going through the main street on our first day back in the Magic Kingdom and we saw it and I was like, that's cool. That's a good way to start off the trip. I like yeah. that. You remember yeah. seeing Merida? Yeah, Merida and her she horse was riding on her Clydesdale. Yeah. That horse is so big. Clydesdales, yeah, but yeah, it was really neat. That there was a lot of things that Disney did to get ready that really made that a really special trip. And you're absolutely right, Sophie. That really was a neat trip. Yeah. So, so you're right. Do you have anything else you want to add? Hmm. I was just glad to be back there. Yeah. I really was. I'm oh. pretty sure. I was going to say the other thing you talked about how the relaxed setting um, and not worrying about not having time to do everything. The 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 hours um, of operation were less. They, they were reopened. They were open like nine to five, nine to yeah. six or something like that. Where so, did y'all stay? What resort did y'all stay? Top century. We I were going to be at French Quarter. Uh, no, it wasn't Pop. Um, no? Or maybe we were going to be at Pop. I don't remember where we were going to be, but they ended up moving us because the resort wasn't open. And we got moved to um, Fort Wilderness and we had our own cabin. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. Because there were and only Sophie, very few resorts were open. Yeah. And Sophie took advantage of the heat one day and took the, the oh, Fort yeah. Wilderness transportation to the pool. All we, by myself. Okay. Yep. And we were like, it's too dang hot. I don't want to go in the pool. And I didn't have my suit anyway. Yeah, so. <laughs> thing of it is, is I still had to call them to the pool anyway because I forgot my towel. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, so. so I stayed was, there that, until. You know, that was perfect as far as when you think about it, getting your own cabin and there's no there's no walls and rooms next to you is really nice because you can you have your have music as loud as you want anyone's. huh and you don't have to worry about anyone's germs you know yeah <laughs> so yeah so that was the perfect way to to tackle covid was to give everybody a cabin so and so. it was nice i slept yeah. on that top bunk the entire time <laughs> it was great oh i'm that's the trip that i got fa9 on 
too. That is the trip you got FA9. Late birthday present. It was the best birthday present too. Yep. Oh gosh. I still wish mommy could have been there to watch me build him, but I'm glad that you were there. She saw the video. She did. Yeah, you live streamed it, I think. I did. I did. So it was neat. That was a neat experience too. Awesome. So, so yeah, that was a really good trip. Um, now, I have like seven. <laughs> gone from three to go. seven, but I don't think I'm going to go through three. I'm going to talk about the trip, um, two trips that mean the most to me. So, I originally had three. Um, <laughs> the first one is 2014 Sophie June 2014 Sophie's 13th birthday we were able to arrange it so that Sheila and Randy and Jagan could come from California and stay with us at, at Bay Lake Tower and Riley drove down with us um, and stayed with us at Bay Lake Tower And her mom joined us later in the week She took the train And we picked her up at the train station And we were all able to stay At a two bedroom at Bay Lake Tower And and that was incredible Because we were able to Celebrate Sophie We were able to bring Her East Coast best BFF Her West Coast BFF We were able to bring the three of them together and it was like they had been friends their entire lives. Sweet. You know, it was so cool. They were three peas in a pod <laughs> and they were inseparable. They um so we put we put Sheila and Randy in the ma- in the master room with the king side bed. We put Cindy and I in the room that had two queen beds. Um, because we knew we knew Leanne better, so we're like she'll sleep in the other queen bed, and when she gets here, and the girls opened up the couch and the the twin chair and whatnot, and they yeah. were all they were they were setting up their own sleep schedule. They were rotating who was sleeping with Sophie when, and so like the first night I think it was maybe Jagan and and Riley or Jagan and Sophie, and then it was like. Riley's like, I want to sleep on the twin and, and and they just made it all work. Then they shared who was sleeping. They didn't care who was sleeping in what part of the bed. And yeah. they and they just all hung out. It was like a slumber party, you know? And it was just awesome. And cool. And we were there. We were celebrating Sophie's birthday. Her birthday on June 19th. I had asked her and she said she wanted to eat at Via Napoli. And that's where we made our reservations for dinner. And that was the first trip that we had ever eaten with Jagan. And we knew that she had her celiacs. Mm -hmm. And we also knew that it was Sophie's birthday. We're going to get a cake. So what Sheila and Randy and Jagan didn't know is that we ordered a gluten-free cake so that Jagan could have some too. And that was a good cake. Even though it was gluten-free, it was still a good cake. And... It oh, just, yeah. it just, when Jagan learned that we had done that so she could enjoy it, it was just like, like lights out, you know, it was so cool. So that was on her birthday, but the whole, the whole time it was like, we were just all able to enjoy being at Disney. We were able to really enjoy the time we had together. And get to know, you know, new friends, old friends, and and so forth, and make new friendships from that, you know. So it it was really neat. I remember um, Riley did some sort of trip cross country, um, and one of the stops they made was at Disneyland for this this I don't, I don't know. It was like a coming of age kind of kind of <laughs> trip for 
high school kids I remember kids that, that trip, graduating. too. They also took her to Las Vegas. Yeah, which was weird. I didn't get that. <laughs> but but anyway, um, in that trip, she was able to see Sheila and Jagan. Yeah. Because they live over by Disneyland. So they were all able to see each other. And, and you know, and that was neat. And that wouldn't have happened if it didn't all start in 2014. You know? Yeah. So it was really cool. It was really neat that that these that this one trip brought friends together that wouldn't likely have ever met before. Yeah. Or in the future, you know. So um and then the other trip um that I want to talk about was this trip, 2021, of course. Yeah. 2022, I mean, not 2021. Oh. 2022. Well, we celebrated Sophie's 21st birthday And we were able to have Our our California family come over We were able to have Our our You know, blood family come down From, from Virginia And come down from Alabama And uh, we had our friends From, from um, Florida that were able to join us And we had our Texas family you know, that's what Brenda and Butch and their kids and everything is. They're Texas yeah. family. Yeah. And we were all able to celebrate Sophie. And that's what it's about. It was about celebration. You yeah. know, especially her 21st birthday. But more importantly, also a celebration of coming out of COVID. And being able to make it so everyone was able to enjoy and be together and just really, you know, not care so much, worry so much about, oh my gosh, are their germs going to get me sick or anything like that? We we're able to, to kind of put that behind us a little bit, you know? Yeah. And so it was just a great time. That was just such a great time. Yeah. So, so those were the two, my top. My third one was, um, was going to be 2013 when Lisa had her pixie get together. That was fun. And we stayed at the Grand Floridian and that was awesome. That was a lot of fun. Because, you know, I checked off a husband duty of taking my yeah. wife to the Grand Floridian like 13 <laughs> years before our 25th anniversary. <laughs> so, It'll be coming up in a what? few I years. I really checked that one off. That one's checked off with like a, like a lightning bolt, you know. <laughs> I miss taking those pixie trips over to Disney. Yeah, and that was so much fun. We had such a good time. We we met new friends. We met. We hung out with old friends. We reunited with whom we wanted to hang out with. You and I, we took our our fam and we. And we did our own little room tours And we're like, yeah. come on, Butch, come on, Cindy Come on, Sophie, y'all are coming with us Yeah, we want to learn as much as possible While we're here Yeah, and and we just, you know We ate at Beer Garden Yeah, uh, and you danced with Sophie I That danced. was the sweetest thing ever <laughs> My Aww. god It was so sweet <laughs> I so, love that memory so much Aww. Yeah. But the, the thing about it, and this is the crux of it, you know, these th four trips, five trips, whatever number it is, um, they all have astounding memories tied to them. Every single trip we have has an astounding memory with it, you know? The trip when Sophie was talking her talking the ear off of Princess Jasmine whispering yeah. in her ear that she was going to get a princess jasmine costume oh, that sweet. was the only thing she wanted that was the only souvenir she wanted brenda and that's what she got the yeah. genie is trying to get her to look at him and he's and she's like whatever just go on. <laughs> <laughs> and she was all about her princess jasmine you know oh. And it was awesome. It was and, and and it was like we had our private meet and greet with Princess Jasmine and the genie. That's awesome. That's what it was like, you know. Um, so every single trip has a memory like that. And that's what makes this so hard, you know, is to figure out, well, which trip, how do you weigh those? You can't really weigh them. No. 
you really can't. Um, so something really stands out. And for for you, it was Aaliyah, and then Aaliyah and McKinley, and family being with family because that's what it's all about. You know what? But there will come a day. I'm predicting it on the show, which makes it true because it's on the internet. <laughs> there will come a day, Brenda, when you and Butch and all of the family, at some point, who knows when, at some point, the whole family will be there. I sure hope so. It is. I am. I'm putting it down. It's on the internet. It's got to be true. Yep. I am sure hopeful for it. I sure hope so, because right that, now, little yeah. Ivy, who's number three, she can't sleep anywhere but in her own bed. So it's going to take some work and some time, I think. But I hope you're right. But I think it'll happen. So, hope so. that's just the way I feel about things. So, you know, but anyway, um, but that's the kinds of things, you know, those sorts of trips, they happen at some point, and And that's when the new memories might replace the old memories yeah but you can never replace it you just kind of pushing that one a little bit to the side a little bit and this one is taking the space but you can never you can never you know forget those other trips it's just too cool you know yeah so yeah so that is you know my 30 minute monologue (laughs) i like it I like it too. I like it. And I, I'm just glad that that we've been able that we've been fortunate and blessed as as Disney fans and to be able to do this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It is an honor and it's a blessing and it's a yeah. privilege to be able to afford to do these things and mm-hmm. and make it happen. So we don't yeah, and that like certainly that. is not lost on us. We we no. definitely understand that. Yeah. So. So that I think, unless you guys have anything else to add at the end, that wraps up our feature topic. Yeah, that's all so, I can think of. Rogu's favorite trip <laughs> in July twenty twenty. Because that's also when he joined us. And yeah. that's also the time when. When he had a macaron, he did springs. Yeah, and that's, that's what the trip started, right there. That's what started the whole thing on the Mandalorian show about him eating macarons. That is Sophie and Grogu right here. Yep, first. That's us. <laughs> anyway, well, I enjoyed that feature topic. Thank you guys for joining me on that. And it is time for this day in Disney history. Yes. Sophie, All take it right. away. Well, I have three things, and they all happened in 2001. Okay. And of course, we know that this is September 19th. So in 2001, I'm just going to go down the list because there are three separate things. In response to recent world events in Washington, D.C., New York City, and elsewhere, the Walt Disney World Resort further heightened security measures on the property. Investor and billionaire Sid Bass informs the Disney CEO at the time, Mike Eisner, that the Bass family must sell a combined $135 million shares of Disney stock representing 6.7% of the company's total shares worth 2.2 billion. At this time, the Bass family is the largest shareholder in the Walt Disney Company. Bass is being forced to sell his Disney holdings as a result of a margin call. Both of these things are not quite the best, but hopefully this third thing will make up for them. The Walt Disney One Man's Dream attraction has a soft opening in Disney MGM Studios. Taking guests on a journey from Walt Disney's birth in 1901 to his career and future plans for the Walt Disney Company, the attraction will be formally dedicated on December 5th. 
of the appropriately very appropriately and yes that one takes the cake yes for sure um so bittersweet yeah yeah two question for both of you yeah do you prefer it disney mgm or disney hollywood studios or mgm i like mgm i never really noticed a difference so you so it doesn't matter hollywood studios is fine with you it's iconic as it is i i'm the same way sophie i'm we didn't really start going our first trip was 2005 so sophie was four and yeah. I don't know. We didn't go to MGM slash Hollywood Studios on that trip. We only went to Epcot for a breakfast, and the rest of the time was Magic Kingdom, and I think maybe Animal Kingdom too. But um, but that was it. And I never really, I never really paid attention to it, even when it changed from MGM to Hollywood Studios. So to me, I know when we were on our 2013 trip, though, you went to the MGM backlot. Uh, place for the breakfast. We went to the studio backlot tour. Yeah, studio backlot oh, yeah. tour, and then the the dining thing. That yeah. ride was scary. And that was the studio backlot tour breakfast. Was um, I think at that point it was Hollywood Studios. At that point, you think so? It I says know. that it changed in two thousand eight, I believe. Really, that long ago? Yeah, here. Wow. I'm, I have it pulled up. 14 right here. years ago? The third Time major runs by. Yeah, The third is. major theme park at Walt Disney World opened May 1st, 1989 as Disney MGM Studios. It kept the name for almost 19 years. On January 7th, 2008, it became Disney's Hollywood Studios. Wow, that was 14 years ago. Time just flies. Yeah, yeah it does. It but seems anyway, like the only thing that changed about it was the name at that yeah. point. Yeah. And for me, the biggest change isn't the name change. It was when they took down the Sorcerer Mickey hat. <laughs> and I love oh. this. this well, Sorcerer that was much Mickey more hat. recent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most people didn't like it. And I loved it, though. And I know it was just a gift shop. And I know that all they did was like high school musical dance in front and but it stood out more as a weenie than Grom's Chinese theater does. I agree. Bigger weenie for sure. I agree, but at the same time, Grom's does just fit better in that space. Yeah. To me. Well, anyway. Well, the great movie ride fit there great, too. They could have, like, redone that and then put Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to get into all that discussion. No yeah. need to be complaining. <laughs> Come on, let's pick this back up. Let's make the mood better. Hit me with your best shot, Daddy. I've got a tough one. Yeah. Ooh, for those of you who don't one? know, it's time for Stump the Soap, although Daddy Good luck. will try and will probably fail, but he'll probably fail. Let's see luck, if it, I think it's a tough one, but let's see if it really is. All yeah. right. I think my clues are somewhat tricky. Hmm. This character is a claims adjuster. A claims adjuster. Hmm. And this character works at the world's worst insurance company. Bob Parr, Mr. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Claims adjuster? Yes. Until he got fired. Well, you should have said Bob Parr. Mis- well, you're right. You it is, is. incredible. <laughs> of course. You said right. is. I was looking for the word was because he did get fired in the movie. So. Well, in the book, it says as a claims adjuster, as a claims adjuster at possibly the world's worst insurance company. Mm. So it doesn't say he was because you got to remember, this is looking at the Incredibles, not the Incredibles 2. Fair enough. Okay. But anyway, two things. And I think these are really cool. Did you know? Yes. Bob is six feet, seven inches tall. Ooh, he's big. And he weighs 350 pounds. And wow. Bob first appeared on the cover 
excuse me, of a comic book a boy was reading in the dentist's waiting room near the end of Finding Nemo before making his official debut the next uh, year. How cool is that? That is that amazing. Is cool. I love the way Pixar puts Easter eggs in Me its too. movies. But it's anyway, just amazing. you're right. It's Mr. Incredible from The Incredibles. So awesome. All right, Sophie. So, like I said, very hard. <laughs> very good. <laughs> She's right on target. Well, that was our stump the mic session. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Daddy. I love you too, honey. And now it's time for a little bit of walk. All righty, here we go. The motion picture will never fully replace the printed word, but it will go a long way in becoming its most valuable adjunct. There seems little question that the human mind will absorb picturized information much quicker than by means of the printed word. That yeah. is something I can attest to. Yeah. I Sophie, love movies more than books. And Sophie is a very much a visual learner. I think yeah. I am too. And a lot of people are. Yeah. yeah. And I think this is probably, and I guess it depends on your learning style, but he was definitely right on with trying to sink, sink stuff in through pictures yeah. as opposed to the written word for sure. Because yeah. I also, I'm also a visual learner. Yeah. There's a lot of us. Well, my friends, he was a smart man. That is a great quote, a genius Brenda. Genius man. And Thank that, you. and that wraps us up for this week. Next week, we are going to do a show that is going to talk about our friends that we have met at Disney or that we know through Disney, and we're going to talk about those that we that we love, those that we lost. And it's going to be like a tribute show. So um, I'm going to post a couple questions out in the, in the Facebook group of anyone that wants to give their feedback about um, someone that they've met or, or someone that they know through Disney or is the reason why they love Disney so much, things like that. So just a memory type of, you know, type of though, because um, you know, Brenda and I lost a really close friend of ours, Ginger, and we really feel bad and are praying for her family. But Ginger was a pixie like us um, for a long time. Very sweet girl. And so, so uh, we thought about this as a way of of um, honoring her, but also honoring all those others that we've met over the years in our love for Disney. And so, yeah. so the topic title is ways that Disney has brought us together. And we think it'll be a really good one. So, so that's our feature topic next week. As a result, we hope you all have a great week. I'm Mike. She's Sophie. That's Brenda. He's Grogu. He is never last and least. He is last, but certainly not least in this case. And we hope you all have a great week, and we will see, see you on the road. road. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.